Hail and well met, listeners. This week we're giving you a preview of the exclusive content available on our new Patreon, which you can join for as little as $3 a month, just like Andrew Perez, Maximilian Mycroft Meath, and Michael Allen. Hmm. Let's recheck on that one. Producing this podcast is not cheap, and by becoming a patron, you not only keep the continual flames on, but you get access to a ton of exclusive content that we, frankly, love making. And it's not all behind-the-scenes stuff. We love the Forgotten Realms, and we're doing everything we can to produce more lore-centric content for Abandoned Quest. And that will not only quiet the spirits in your head, but it will help all of us become better players and game masters. Stay tuned for an AMA with Janelle Irene Lawson, our very own Dragonborn Rogue, Blitz Avianosets, and hear about Janelle's favorite campaign settings, the differences between her and her character, and the challenges of being an active player and dungeon master while being a full-time mom. Check out the video version of this interview on Patreon, where you can see the exclusive footage of Janelle's IRL stealth check past her baby's crib that she definitely didn't know I would be putting on the internet. This has been your Dungeon Master, Donnie Knowles, and without further ado, please enjoy our Patreon interview with Janelle Irene Lawson. So I can do this now. I do have a baby with me. No, it's fine. It'll be it'll be very humanizing for you. So if he there's a temper tantrum, I apologize. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. uh, it's been a part of the podcast, so you know. We should have our and hey, he's a pa- he's a patron subscriber. He deserves to be <laughs> all the benefits you can receive by subscribing to our Patreon. Yeah, do you see Donnie? Hi. <laughs> well, today we're gonna do an Ask Me Anything with our cast member hi. producer Janelle Lawson. Say hi, Janelle. Hi. <laughs> Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Great. I made a list of 20 questions here, but oh, I figured that was going to take a while. So I'm just going to roll for like 10 of them and they're all okay. numbered, numbered. So, right. uh, so they're not, it's not going to be super coherent, but that'll be fine. Uh, okay. I have my dice ring from New York Comic Con oh. sponsored by, oh, and here, really- and I don't know, but the, <laughs> the uh, but the titles the title we'll know later Mm -hmm. uh so question one is oh we got a 12. uh how is blitz different from you how is she different from me yeah uh i mean i know blitz has a lot of similarities to you definitely um but but how is she uh how are you playing out your anti-fantasy here um, I think that, well, for one, I have zero ship experience. Sure. <laughs> she, she has a lot. Um, I think she is... Did you ever yacht or anything? Is yeah, it... my, my dad had one for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Relatable he, content? Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he had an affair, though, and on it, and then... Mm, good. Earlier. So that's, that sucks, yeah. but... Um. Sure, yes. <laughs> Hi, Patreon. What's up? <laughs> it's authenticity um. that matters with your content creators. I think we all agree. <laughs> um, differences. Uh, I don't drink as much now as Blitz now, does, for sure. Certainly, yes. Now. Um, mm-hmm. 
Also, I think that. Uh, <laughs> in, remember that time like, I had to cut a corset off of you? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. that <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yep. <laughs> This is going um, gangbusters, by the way. <laughs> shit, like, I'd like to say that I think more before I do things than Blitz, but I don't fucking Cause know. Because you like lying like Blitz does. Uh, <laughs> Blitz is definitely stealthier than me. Sure, <laughs> yes. That. We'll cut um, in this footage of you creeping around the, uh, <laughs> trying not to wake up your... Else. Yeah, Blitz has like this overwhelming um, like desire to please her family that I do not have. Mm, <laughs> so that could not possibly be more different than her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I possibly have the exact opposite towards. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Why would you play it um, that way, you think? Um, I don't know. It's, it's just, uh, I, I think it was that was just the motivation I came up with for her being in Waterdeep, so I like played into that real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This, this is turning into like a psychologist meeting, Donnie. <laughs> oh, Dungeons and Dragons is therapy for the first time. Yeah, apparently. Guess so. Um, okay, well, we'll move on to a new question here. Let's okay. see. We have 12 again. Weird. <laughs> uh, eight. Uh, what inspired the creation of Blitz? Um, shoot, not a lot of people go know. with Dragonborn, you know, it's not the most common. And you, uh, um, and you kind of go very dragon-centric with you your know, Dragonborn. You know what it was? What was uh, it? This is gonna sound so stupid now, but mm-hmm. when you first told me that we were playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, I figured I needed something that involved water, a dragon, and heisty, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so I made a Dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Who was yep. who sailed? Who was a rogue? <laughs> that Did, seemed to like hit everything. On, put her on the poster. Really, she's kind of the the logo, <laughs> the mascot. I don't know. You know, I didn't know anything about the module. Now, in hindsight, this could not have been like farther from. Sure, but, but but I'm excited at the time, to see. I was like, I got every freaking thing in the name. Yeah, it's true. Well, and I'm excited to see what sort of literal characters you make for whatever campaign we do next. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, good. Well, let's see here. Four. Uh, speaking of, what are your favorite uh, D&D campaigns and books and stuff? I know you're pretty well read with them at this point. Descent into Avernus is definitely up there for me. Oh, Max, no. All right, we're gonna give you a toy. Well, be right back. I need to give the baby a toy. No, that's good. Can you not? No, no, not the cord. (laughs) Not the cord. Ah. Just get an extra cord. (laughs) Target. Look at all these things for you to play with. Look at all this. Look at all this. Why Blitz tends to adopt hat, creatures. There you go. All right. You know. <laughs> Except to like three, if you count Krentz. Hey! Hi. All right. 
okay. so we were we were asking, uh, what are your favorite? You said Descent into Avernus was your favorite. Yeah, Descent into Avernus is a lot of fun. I really like that one. Um, that's what we're running in our side game. And then uh, I'm also a big fan of Curse of Strahd. That's a really fun game. I've never actually, I've started. <laughs> Has anyone actually played Curse of Strahd? I'm not sure. <laughs> I've, I've played in five different games of Curse of Strahd, and I have mm -hmm. not made it through the entire thing because, like, it's so hard to get through um, without dying. Like, it is, it's a tough game. It'd That's be strange. fun for us to, to play at some point. It's just, it's just really, I guess both of those have very dark themes. They do seem <laughs> but, to be connected, yes. Uh, yeah, what, what, so you've been running, you've been running uh, Descent into Avernus in our mm -hmm. side game that we'll be posting a lot of. Uh, what's that? Well, tell us about that. Uh, why Descent into Avernus? What do you like? Uh, how is it running, being the dungeon master for that campaign? Okay. Um, I love, I really love like the hierarchy of both the Nine Hells and the Abyss. Like, mm -hmm. I think the lore for both of those areas in in Dungeons and Dragons is just fascinating and awesome. I love the concept of the blood war being mm -hmm. this, you know, this um, war between devils and demons that exists, I mean, for them to be, like, grabbing power, but also for, like, the fact that if this war did not exist, like, they would just take over the material plane. Like, mm -hmm. it just would be utter chaos. So that like, there's this war between these two evil forces that keeps them at bay from destroying the rest of the world, basically. And mm -hmm. that whole concept to me is just awesome. I love messing with that. <laughs> I love inserting uh, the player characters into different aspects of that and seeing like how they're going to react and who they're going to side with. And it's just a very interesting morally gray thing that is fun to watch people interact with i think has it has it gone the way that you expected um no i thought there was gonna be way more fighting involved and you guys seem to charm your way through fucking everything <laughs> i mean Do what you we guys can. have like an army of of npcs at this point <laughs> you, which is unreal um so I did not expect that. Uh, um, there's just a lot of evil deities involved in that campaign specifically that is just fun to take these powerful forces and have them interact with player characters. And I think that, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> My one-year-old just moved a couch. I'm sorry. Wait. No, yes, please. Good. Vanilla <laughs> hasn't figured out that her oh, child is the avatar man. yet. It's going to be difficult to balance that whole thing with dungeon and mastering, but we're back. I believe her. She'll do it. <laughs> hey, what's up? He uh, moved a well, couch. I don't... <laughs> All right. Talent. Well, yeah. before before we move on to a new question, speaking yeah. of evil players, what's it like playing an evil character? Do you consider Blitz to be evil or is evil more of like a cultural, like that's just her family's alignment, like Catholics or something? Specifically with Blitz, I would say that it's more her family's alignment and she's trying to 
It's, it's a combination of her upbringing and wanting to please her family that makes her alignment evil, mm -hmm. I think. Um, because I think that she could have very easily in a different family gone a complete, like, I don't necessarily think like her as a core being is evil because, I mean, I don't want to do spoilers, but coming up, I think we're going to have um, some interesting moral places for her character to go mm -hmm. and her alignment might shift. I don't know yet. Yeah, you don't <laughs> know, but you do know something you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't no. sent you the scripts yet. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wish it was scripted. It'd be so much easier to make decisions. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got a 20. Congratulations. What's, what is uh, Dungeons & Dragons like in quarantine? The same? The same. Okay, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's specifically for me because, you know, I have Max, so I, I've only really played from home. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I had a weekly game, or a bi-weekly game that I was going to um, here in Charlotte before this happened, but um, my my the majority of my role playing experience has been via online. Anyways, like our good group of friends live everywhere, so that's true. Like, my closer games have always been online. I've only really played in person like ten times, maybe. Mm -hmm. Whereas online, I I've probably played like I can't. I don't even Countless at this yeah, point. Yeah, too many. <laughs> You'll tell me about campaigns you're in that I had no idea about. Uh, yeah. But the the quarantine seems to be coming at a specific cultural moment where D and D is uh, uncommonly popular, uh, based on its long yeah, history. Yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, why do you think that is? Are, are people just bored, or or um, is there something special about it, or are we all unsatisfied with our mortal lives here? You know what I think it is? I think it's a combination of the fact that people are desperate right now for an escape from reality, but mm -hmm. they're also wanting to have control over their lives and make their own decisions, which they necessarily can't really do right now. Sure. Um, and I think it's a combination of the fact that in D&D, you can make all the choices you want. It's not like a video game where you're on a set path and you maybe have like three options. Like you have unlimited options in D&D for character creation, for what you want to do in the world, for what you want your um, alignment to be, for what you want um, your character's goal to be. Mm. And I think that that really resonates um, with a lot of people right now. Are you also, a big... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm. Um, also, I think that there's like a big resurgence in, um, as Michael Allen likes to put it, theater of the mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, versus, you know, just being thrown electronic stuff. And... That's true. Well, and I think, and I also think, uh, I, I, another thing to say on that in a second, but I also think like a lot of people are using D&D to realize creative potential that they mm -hmm didn't have to necessarily monetize. Whereas mm -hmm. like, you could probably pick out any rando in their 40s and 50s and be like, what's the novel you never wrote? And they probably have one <laughs> based on my experience. Yeah. Uh, and it seems to sort of let you flex that a little bit. But um, but speaking of video games, were you a big RPG gamer before? Yes, I was. <laughs> what were your favorite ones? <laughs> yeah. What is so funny, dude? Is, is Uncle Donnie funny? Is that what it is? Hey, buddy, how's your dragon? <laughs> Actually, he's dragon. Sorry, a little bit. Um, 
Wait, so you asked what games I played? Yeah. All right. Um, I am a huge fan of, of Bioware. Sure. Um, Pour one out. Um, very much so into the Dragon Age uh, series, Mass Effect series, except for the last one. The last one was terrible. Um, Why would you make a game about shopping malls and take the shopping malls out? I don't understand. Right? It. Who does that? Hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of the original um, Knights of the Old Republic games. Those are mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we should do a Star Wars thing at some point, huh? Oh God, we really should. <laughs> uh, what else? I got into Witcher 3 kind of after the hype. Um <laughs> I think Elder we all kind of did. Yeah, um, all the Elder Scrolls games. Uh, Have these been an influence on the way you play D&D or anything? Or, or I think they definitely helped me learn D&D faster than if I hadn't done those, like, hadn't played those games. Because I already know, like, what a lot of the stats go towards. Whereas, yeah. you know, like, if you're just thrown mm-hmm. into D&D for the first time, you don't necessarily know what constitution or... Yeah, Wisdom it's true. Intelligence kind of thing. Especially so. like once you play like a Warcraft, for example, you realize that every a lot of these RPG games are just taking directly from D and D, like down to the mm-hmm. spell names and stuff. You know, yeah. uh, so which is that definitely helped. Um, uh, 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 what do you prefer? Video games or D and D? Yeah, like tabletop or video games definitely D&D at this point. I used, yeah. definitely, I used to prefer, it used to be the other way around, but now I prefer D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just for the social engagement of it, because I've never been a big um, MMO person. I, I yeah. just, for whatever reason, can't get into MMOs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really, yeah, there's never been like a, a multiplayer game besides maybe Super Smash that like I enjoyed playing with my friends a yeah. lot. Um, Actually, well, and I think, except for when we used to play Dead or Alive and Soul Calibur all the time. <laughs> or, oh, well, gosh, yes, true. Uh, helped with our fashion sense, I think, especially. Um, yeah. Well, and I think with MMOs especially, there's always the promise that there's going to be a a great social RPG element, but you're kind of just, like, needing up to be a chat room. You know, you yeah. can't really collaborate in any mm-hmm. meaningful way. Uh, D&D yeah. really gets rid of that. There is one part of D&D that I really think and I don't know if there are mechanics for it out here, but I wish there were more ways to combo in fighting, mm. I think, would be yeah. really cool. Like, if you could, like, you know what I mean? Like, have those moments of, like, somebody maybe, like, shooting something or ca- two people casting a spell at the same time that, like, somehow... Yeah. Or somebody you know, somebody catching an arm and the other one getting in yeah, like, like Less hitboxy. Yeah, I kind of wish there was more of that available in Dungeons and Dragons, but I don't know how mechanics-wise you would even incorporate it. Mm, That's interesting. I'll remember that for future questions. Uh, What is, so you've lived in a lot of cities. You've lived in New York Mm -hmm. and Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. Charlotte, should you consider that a city? And suburbia of cities. Yeah. What is it, what is it like, what is what? How do you think Waterdeep is similar or different from cities? Like, what are what oh, do you look for in a fantasy okay. city? You know, or what would um, you like to see in a fantasy city? Interesting. 
Um, you know, it, it definitely feels, oh my God, what am I talking about? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, he's, I wish I could show you this. He's like standing up on a couch and then trying to jump off of it. It's not very high though, but. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Break your neck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is why All people right. like streaming, right? The uncut quality. There. You drink your orange juice, please. For mama's sanity. Um, what were we talking about? Fantasy cities. Okay. Um, I think Waterdeep does have like its similarities to New York City with like the seedy underbelly and, of things and um, definitely all the shopping <laughs> that our characters yeah. have done. You know, um, having like those secret uh, places that only locals know about and things mm -hmm. like that. That feels very New York City to me. Um, and then obviously like when uh, this is... Can I call? <laughs> um, obviously, like when when we were coming up with um, what to turn uh, Troll Skull, Skull into, um, you know, the reason why I thought of Casino was because I lived in Vegas for so long and that was something that I wanted to bring to it. Um, mm -hmm. I would love to see D.O.D. Vegas. Uh, I guess, I, yeah, I guess we should do that. <laughs> Never Winter <laughs> Nights! <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i love that uh what do you think how do you think blitz would handle a more traditional adventure with like camping and overland travel um i think all of the characters in our campaign except for misera probably wouldn't handle it great <laughs> no certainly yeah because all like you know blitz zig and brayden sleeping in a tent just seems like mm -hmm. no, like it's not gonna I think Brayden would pretend to like it the longest, you know, <laughs> and he would definitely have Gravensby with him, which would help, yeah. I think, um, turning the campfire. <laughs> I think it'd be very entertaining mm -hmm. to throw them into that situation, and I'm really excited for our potential sea voyage, simply because it's going to be a little bit more traditional D&D, &D, yeah. um, mm -hmm. the ocean version, um, and I think it's just going to be very interesting to see all the characters. <laughs> Yeah. Misra would shine, I think. You know. I think she will shine. I, th I think yeah. she will. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One. Who are you? My name's Janelle. This is Expound Max. Tell me, expand on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Where are you from? What did you do? Um, I'm originally from South Florida. Um, I grew up there most of my young adult life. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I went off to New York City for college. Uh, Where did you go to college? Uh, first time yep. <laughs> was at Parsons. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and I was the new studying, school for design. What was I studying? Illustration. Sure. <laughs> and yes. then I had a bit of a quarter life crisis uh, <laughs> with a with a a boy. And yes. I moved to Las <laughs> Vegas. Boy troll ogre. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because my, my, I probably should have mentioned this earlier. Um, 
my my father is, was a professional poker player, so they were living out in Vegas, so I kind of like mm -hmm. jumped over there mm -hmm. um, and started going to UNLV for um, <laughs> archaeology and painting, and mm -hmm. then met a new boy. Uh, didn't fit, I, I left college only needing like eight credits or something like it was something stupid like yeah. I really should, should have finished um ended up marrying that boy having mm -hmm. this adorable baby um lived in Vegas for 10 years really loved it there actually probably eventually gonna move back <laughs> um yeah. but we moved out to Charlotte um for my husband's job mm -hmm. um viral videos to he uh, he sells couches at Lovesack <laughs> and had this baby. <laughs> and now you're a uh, now you're a uh, dungeon person. Yeah, I mean, I've always I've always been a nerd, you know, into comic books and different nerdy series and cosplaying at Comic Con. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> who's your favorite character to cosplay, and who do you want to cosplay next? Favorite? I mean, Harley always oh yeah He's obviously my first my first mm -hmm. and one true love um who do i want to cosplay next probably jester from critical yeah role. jester lavor definitely um i will say okay you're asking who i am i'm the real world version of jester lavor kind of yes and, <laughs> and you only just recently watched critical role so you yeah, you developed into this person entirely separately from from jester it's a little crazy uh the the similarities in mm -hmm. in everything mm -hmm. <laughs> there mm -hmm. so uh that's probably the easiest way to explain myself <laughs> yeah, well, I'm excited for that uh, to join you as Caleb Vitogast. Uh, mm -hmm. All right, let's do two more. You have a baby, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, also, you should join me as uh, a traveler. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. would be very fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, you're just... Don't... Oh, shit. Wait. Okay. Sorry. What are you doing? Don't do it. <laughs> Stop. Don't. Please don't break your neck. I can't. All right. Sorry. What was the question? Well, actually, this this is on topic. Uh, what is it like to, to, to be a uh, full-time mother <laughs> and also doing Dungeons & Dragons things? Uh, normally, mm -hmm. it's fine because, you know, he goes to sleep at... <laughs> He goes to sleep at eight, and he's been a pretty good sleeper lately. I mean, in the beginning, it was, uh, as you remember, a little bit mm -hmm. uh, a nightmare trying to breastfeed and <laughs> record <a podcast laughs> at the yeah. same time. Uh -huh. um, but now that he's sleeping through the night, it's pretty easy when we schedule our games, you know. Yeah. After eight, it does make me like. I think it's changed my perspective on things that I do in game, though. Mm hmm. Um, and I'll, we'll see as we go farther into the campaign how much that starts to actually come into play. What do, you think I, is, what do you think has changed here? Uh, I just, I feel like before I was a little bit more murder hobo than I'm mm -hmm. going to be going forward. Yeah. Um, 
So we started recording uh, last year, early last year, and uh, Janelle was pregnant for the first few episodes. Mm -hmm. And then I think you, did you give, give birth like around where we are now or a little bit afterwards? A little bit afterwards. A little bit I'm afterwards, sure you'll yeah. hear references to it when sure. those episodes start coming out. Mm -hmm. Ooh, ah! <laughs> Hi. Ghost baby. <laughs> Blink baby. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know whether he wants to be involved or not. <laughs> well, yeah, it's got to be a, a choice every young baby makes about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Last one. Uh, mm -hmm. Who is your favorite NPC? <laughs> um. Love Bogatsubo. Uh, but I think it's Rainier. It's oh yeah. Very. Is I it's mean. Just fun. He's so fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's like a tie between Rainier and Bogatsubo. Nice. Great. Love it. Well, uh, what do you want to do? What's the first thing you're gonna do when this quarantine is over? Not in a realistic mom way. Like, what do you really want to do? <laughs> this is over. Well, I think actually what's going to happen is uh, you guys are all coming here to film an episode for my yep. birthday. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, quarantine will that's be over in two months, <laughs> three months. I mean, originally when we planned it, that's when we thought it was going to be over. Um, yeah. But uh, what is the first thing I'm going to do? God, I really want to be able to take my son to like Disney World or something, but I feel like that's not gonna happen for like mm. a while now. Like, I don't know, even after quarantine, I'm gonna feel safe doing that, so. You could do like Disney World Japan. Oh, why, Max? <laughs> Go to China, do the Tron ride. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we could. That involves getting on a plane for a prolonged period of time though. Yes, that's true. That would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Yeah, do you see this? Can you yes. imagine this on a 14? plus hour playing easy I, I don't know <laughs> have you tried whiskey i heard that was very popular back in the day <laughs> okay well great uh janelle blitz thank you very much for uh coming to this thing on your own channel glad you could join us <laughs> and uh do you have a do you have a message for the people at home um do i have a message for the people at home uh, or does Blitz have a message for the people at home? Um, stay safe out there and wear a fucking mask, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when masks stopped being the coolest thing ever, but apparently I mean, yeah, I'm it. super into the fact that we have to wear masks now. I'm getting like fashion masks and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Well, you need to eat your baby, so we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll check in with you soon. Thanks, Janelle, for all this. And uh, stay tuned for more of these with the cast and crew and Janelle's Descent into Avernus campaign being uploaded to this very feed soon. Very exciting. Goodbye, Max. Max, say bye. See, say bye to Uncle Donnie. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs>